There's just something about that intro that gets me going. I know last episode I said I would not use that song for the intro, but it's just too good. Uh, I'm going to keep going and I'm going to keep using it. There's the 20 seconds, the intro, it just it does something to me. Anyways, we're back. We're happy. We're healthy. My name's Justin Belanger. Uh, we're on a roll here at the high button. It's Friday. It's the weekend. Things are looking up. The weather's not on our side, but we don't care about the weather. We just keep on pushing. Um, the McKinnon rant the other day, McKinnon and uh, their, his coach, they got into it the other day on the bench. A lot of people have been asking for my opinion on it. That's a lie. No one has been asking for my opinion on it, but I want to talk about it anyways. I think the relationship between a coach and a player should be like that, not necessarily yelling at each other. I think it was bad that it happened out on the ice where the cameras were. If it happened back in the tunnel where the public wouldn't be able to see, I think that would have been a bit better. I'm sure that's what Nathan would have wanted. Um, but situations like that, I, I, I like. You know, the, If a teammate sees that... Um, that could be good. That could get a little fire under everyone's ass and get them to pick it up. Because McKinnon, who's the best player on the team, obviously he's upset. Colorado dropped from first in the West. I think they're in seventh now. So obviously he's not a happy guy. Colorado as a team obviously isn't happy. And the coach shouldn't be happy either. So there's definitely going to be some hostile environment in the room, in the, in the room, excuse me, on the bench and things like that. Um, and moments like that I think are great because like I just said, it gets everyone going. It puts a little kick ass in everyone. Um, and yeah, I, I think it's great. A lot of people looking outside in think, oh, McKinnon should not have yelled at his coach. His coach shouldn't yelled at McKinnon. Listen, people grow up. Things like that happen. Everyone's grown men out there. There's no one, uh, there's no one out there with their feelings becoming hurt. It's all business. It's not personal. And like I said, things like that are good in all sports. I think that would be great in business as well. If your boss was able to talk to you in a way to get you going, I think that would be great as well. But Obviously, as we know, today's generation is a little soft, but I think everyone needs a little kick ass every now and then a little, a little, let's get it all. Let's get it going. Put the foot on the gas here. I don't know. That's just my thought. Anyways, today uh, on the podcast, Quake Matthews. Quake is a good friend of mine. We go way back. Um, I thought it would be great to have him on. He had a great single that came out, I think back in December, maybe it was November. No stylist. I want to talk to him about that. And just catch up. It's been a while. Him and I are both busy, so we rarely get to sit down and talk to uh, one another. So every time that we get an hour out of the day to be able to sit down and talk to each other, it's a good time. So I hope you enjoy. My name is Justin. The person I'm talking to is Quake. This is the high button, and you know what comes next. Here we go. All right, so here's the intro. Quake, welcome to the show. Yes, thank you for having me. You're welcome. I wish there was a better way to introduce someone. Like, You know that's what people hate about stand-up comedy, or that's what Larry David hates about stand-up comedy, is when he walks out there, he has to say, thank you for coming, welcome. And then he says he hates that because it's so cliche. So what do you say? Exactly, that's the question. Nobody knows what to say, but that's what he said he hated about stand-up comedy was the unwritten rules of stand-up comedy, how you have to say thank you and... See you, know, you later. You know, I tip a waitress more if she doesn't ask, so what are you up to for the rest of the day? Yeah. Well, it's going through. If she doesn't ask me that, I tip more. So what would you want a waitress to say? Nothing? Um, no, just, just something new. I don't need... So, any plans for the rest of the day? I don't, I don't like that. It's too cliche. I would, if I was a server, I would get more creative. I would say... I don't know what I'd say. I would, I would, I would switch it up. You know what I mean? How was the food? Would you like that's a good one? How, how was, was the, the food? food? But yeah. then that's a must lie situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That how is everything? You know when the waitress comes back at the third bite check in, you know, yeah. like when, you know, so how is everything? Have you ever, have you ever actually been like, well, you know what? Actually, it's just it's terrible. Uh, have you ever know. have you ever lied? Like I yeah, mean, not lied. I mean like told the truth if it was bad. No, I've I've always lied. Always lied. Yeah, it's it's a the most I would do is say, can I just get some ketchup? Or yeah. can I get a, a sauce on the side or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, That's yeah. the most I'd ever say. Yeah. Walking into a conversation for the first time, not for the first time, but let's say you and I, let's say you and I meet at the market down, or down on the water one day and I came up to you. I don't go to the market. Well, that's why I'm saying hypothetical. <laughs> I guess I didn't say hypothetical. Well, let's say this is a hypothetical. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Why don't you go to the market? Market's a great thing. You know what? I went one time and someone rang the fire alarm and it all evacuated. And no I, I said, this is it for me. That was a big thing in like junior high. You won't ring the fire bell. Yeah. <laughs> you get out of class. <laughs> there was one kid in our school who rang it. Everyone went outside for like 30 minutes. We came back inside. Kid yeah. rang, it, rang it again. Jesus. And then, and then we went back out again. Wow. That's, that's incredible. My question was, 
what would you rather someone come up to you and say? Would it be, uh, hey, Quake, how are you? Or, hey, Quake, what's new? Or, hey, Quake, what about, how about this weather? What, what, do you like, uh, what do you like as an intro to a conversation? Personally, I like, how's life? How's life? Hey, Quake, how's life? That's nice. Isn't it? It's yeah, different. Yeah, I guess that's good. How's life? But then you can't really say, you know, it's mediocre. Yes, you can. You can? Well, if it's a close friend, I think you can go ahead. I guess a close friend. Okay, I thought you meant uh, maybe like a stranger or something. Well, why would a stranger come up to you and say, how's life? That's what I was wondering. Can't be like, hey, dog, Judy's on my ass again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who is Judy, by the way? Judy's my angry neighbor, man. She, <laughs> she, actually... she thinks that she's always like, I'm making the tracks and she always thinks the house is on fire and it's, it's a whole deal. Was that a, was that a joke? Because, like, no. when a track is on fire. Yeah, yeah. It's a corny joke. It's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> See, that's exactly what it... I'm making a track. Judy, relax. Like, there's no fire over here. <laughs> right, it's meant it. to be a shitty joke on See, purpose, you know? See, if I didn't know you right now and we were having this conversation, I would just laugh and pretend like I knew what you were talking about. Yeah, so remember yeah. I said the Pat State yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have just laughed and be like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the difference. Yeah, no, that's what it was. Like, oh, the, is making such hot fire tracks. Like, the neighbor thinks that the house is on fire. <laughs> okay, that's good. You need to. Ha- What's your thing? It's right? a sense. I don't know. It's a sense of humor. It's like it's just a corny, like, funny joke. I think I don't know. What's your thing right now? You you always have a saying. Like, I remember back when French Montana was hot. It was like ah, or what was it? Uh, you said how about hold the pickles or something like that? You always have a saying. Remember we were at the a Greek mid- fest? A mitt full of pickles? A mint no, maybe. What? Well, something about pickles. I don't know. You always have like a, a little quick saying that you're remember at the Greek like an, fest? Like an O C D thing I repeat for like every day for like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if, what it is right now. It's, I don't have one right now. You don't? No. At Scotiabank there was one not every two weeks, every week. Yeah. Uh, every it's week a, it's it changed. A new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um what was I gonna say? It could be Judy Relax. That could be one right now. Judy Relax, yeah. Yeah. She gets on my nerves, man. Is she an actual person? Yeah. She, you didn't see her come to my house on uh, Christmas. What did she do? She came to your house on Christmas? Yeah. She thought, there was, she thought there was too much smoke coming out of the chimney, and she thought... I don't know what she thought. She just interrupted me. Speaking of Christmas, <laughs> did you buy your mom an oven? Yes, I did. Wow, talk about big league. Yeah, big, big league, big league, big league gift right there. A Samsung too. Does it connect to the Wi-Fi? Yeah. Does it actually? Oh yeah. Talk about the oven. Yeah, it's a fucking beautiful oven. Beautiful oven. So the the thing I like about it is, is it's the flat burner. I'm sure a lot of people have those now, but we had the old stove. You know the fucking coil or whatever it is oh yeah yeah, yeah so like now coil. now it's the flat so you, you know it's easy to clean and you can select the size of pot so it's like if you only if your pot's only that big you yeah. can turn this section on you can turn a bigger one on and it and man it heats up way quicker fast boil um it's a convection oven so it cooks in the oven cleaner what does convection uh, mean do you know it's a, you know how uh, like regular ovens have like the burner in them like the thing that gets red at the, the bottom. Oh, the oven or the stove? Sorry. Uh oh no, yeah, like the oven. The oven. Okay, it has yeah. like the red thing yeah, yeah, that yeah. gets hot. Like so now it just has a fan in the back, so the fan blows hot heat, air. Yeah, like evenly distributes it, cooks it quicker. So you'd that. use that for like nachos or something. Yes. Like melt the cheese. Evenly. I personally like to put it on maybe broil for nachos. To be quite honest with you, I never understood broil. I'm not gonna lie to you. I have lied to people and told people I knew what I it meant. I use broil all the time, but the thing with broil is you have to. Watch it because if you leave it, if you turn your head for two seconds, burns in a minute. So what I use broil for is like if I'm if I'm cooking a pizza, a frozen pizza, or I make my own pizza or whatever. Yeah. You know I'm gonna cook the pizza and then for the last like minute and thirty seconds I'm gonna put it on broil and broil is the top one, so the heat comes from the top. So you know how when you order pizza from like wherever it has like the golden brown like, uh, I like bubbles the on brown. the cheese, that's how you get that broil. If, okay. if you're doing a frozen pizza. So it's just the heat coming down. So with nachos, you're only trying to melt the cheese, really. So you just... Yeah, from it the, sounds from, like I'd like broil the, for nachos. From the top, then. exactly. So no conventional broil. Yeah, broil. Okay, good to know. Yes. Bind the oven. What was the process going through there? Was there extra shipping costs? How did you pick no, it up yourself? No, I checked, I checked two stores. Uh, yeah, I was like, how the fuck do you buy an oven? That was my it's question. Just, it's like, like, I don't know. So I went into the brick, and I was going to get this one... 
but it didn't have the convection oven. And I was like, fuck it, I might as well step it up and get the big, your big boy. You big league. So I, I big league, yeah, I big league <laughs> it. And uh, yeah, man. Um, yeah, and then I went to one other store, checked the prices, and it wasn't as good. So yeah, she said they don't keep anything on site. So it had to get shipped over from, I think, Dartmouth or something. Or she said Montreal or Dartmouth. I don't know. No, definitely not Montreal. Yeah, there's ones that come from Montreal, ones that come from Dartmouth. What? Yeah. I think my one came from Dartmouth. And uh, yeah, they just call you when it's ready. Then I got, you go pick it up. In a so that's my next question. Pickup did truck. You, did you pick it up or did they drop it off? No, I've had to pick it up. So you don't have a truck. How did, who picked it up? Who uh, helped you? Body. You know Body? Oh, I know Body. Yeah, Body. Uh, body came through with the big truck. There you go. <laughs> um, another question I had about getting the oven to the house, because that's a hard thing to hide, an oven. So how many days? So, you get, so yeah. yeah, I had to tell her, I'm bringing your gift in or whatever. Uh, can you just go upstairs? I don't want to ruin the surprise. So she went upstairs. I brought the thing in, and then I, I wrapped it. It took like an hour to wrap, man. It was crazy, crazy. It looked good, though, the wrapping job. It did yeah. look good. So I wrapped it. It took like an hour to wrap, and she came back down, and she was just like, what the, like, you know, laughing. It got delivered on the day of Christmas? No, no, I, like a few days before. Oh, so, so yeah. where did you keep it in the house? Kept it in like the back uh, room by the kitchen there. Oh. Yeah, this is right in front of the tree. It blocked the whole tree, man. As soon as I saw the your Snapchat or Instagram, whatever it was, yeah, tons of questions came through my head. And uh, she she thought it was a... a uh, Fire pit. You know the fire pits that you have out in the backyard or whatever? Like those metal. Oh, yeah. Are you allowed those in the city? I don't know. We have one. Do you? So I, so I was looking out the window and I was like, wow, that fire pit's kind of getting rusty. Like, you never know. Maybe. A... You're tricking her. Yeah. And she she thought it was that. Like, it worked. Ah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was playing hockey with Jai the other day. Did he tell you that? Oh, yeah. He told me. Did he tell you what happened? No. I'm surprised he didn't tell you what happened. What, what your, happened? Your maybe he a, did. Your dad's a humble guy, so he wouldn't tell you. So... It was one-on-one, me going offense, your dad playing defense. <laughs> what happened? And I tried to big league him. You I tried, tried, to, what, I, I tried through to, the legs? Just do the old dipsy doodle. Yeah. He stopped me big time. He stopped you. Wow. Made me look like an idiot. Wow. But after I went up to him, I gave him a hug. I was like, listen, Jai, you can't be doing that, making me look bad. I'm still trying to make the show. And he was busting my balls after. But I thought he would be. I, I thought he would have no, told no, you right he away. Never, he never told me. See, that's humble, just. Humble fella, man. That's what he is. <laughs> he he wanted you to come out. You should have came out. It was a great time. Man. All yeah. the guys are always talking about you in the dress room. I Where's Quake? I got to do it. I got to get out there sometime. I went out for the um, ECMA hockey, and we were playing. There was, like, NHL people. Like, really? It was, like, a Montreal Canadiens guy. Really? Yeah. I, th- I was talking so much shit before. I was like, I'm going to tear this up. <laughs> <laughs> I got you know, I had the puck. I had a breakaway. The puck was just trickling out, skating for it, like to go to get the puck. Yeah. What did one on breakaway fell? <laughs> and then another one I was coming in and I fucking slid and went right into the net, knocked the net off, <laughs> like hit my femur bone. <laughs> yeah, it just, I, I didn't, it wasn't like I remembered, man. I don't know. It was winded. You know what I was doing today? What I, was was at a, I was at a hockey tournament, young guys, like 16, 17. Maybe not 17. What, just you were watching? You know, interviewing. Like we, The high button was there. Oh, we were doing oh our, the high button. The high button. Well, we were, yeah. you know, I was big league. Did they know who, did they know who you guys were? <laughs> Believe it or not, the, more the parents knew who we were, not the kids. Not the kids. And that's not good. I don't want that. I want the kids to like you want us. The, so 17-year-olds didn't know you, but the, the, the parents The parents, the parents wanted to talk to us the more 40-year-olds knew you. Yeah. So that wasn't well, happening. you can't hate on your audience, right? I guess. But I love the motto of... If the kids like you, or no, if the parents hate you, the kids like you. Yeah. You know, like the Eminem trick. So maybe maybe the kids don't like you then. Because we're not hip enough. Yeah. Because look at Eminem back in the early, late 90s. But, but Parents yeah. hated him. Yeah, it's true. And the kids loved him, and he was rose to an amazing... It's true. You know? But you know what? I think maybe sometimes it takes, uh, it takes a while to get a certain type of humor. Cause like I remember as a kid watching Curb Your Enthusiasm on it, Channel Thirty Nine Showcase and being like, yeah. "Why is this guy on TV? Like, what? Who is like? This is not funny." And because you know, he's on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you get older and you find it. Yeah. So maybe, maybe, maybe uh, your your style of comedy is over their heads. I don't know. We were talking to one kid and he had like long hair. He had flow, you know. What flow he had a flow. Is. The lettuce. So I remember asking him. I was like, "So do you put product in there?" And he was just like. No. And his mom was watching the interview and his mom was losing it. 
Oh, and, uh, at so, the questions. Yeah, it's because she. So he didn't know what was going on. Yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. like, no, it's not, it's all natural. <laughs> you know what and I the mean? mom's dying and hey. the mom and dad are just dying yeah. while they're filming it on their yeah, phone yeah, yeah. Like, no that's actually you? funny man you should have got someone filming their reaction too i know that's yeah. a, we only got dudes out there with the one camera yeah but anyways it's things you it's things that you learn i guess what about you coming up through the the ranks that you have gone through did you ever find a did you ever have a hard time finding a fan base but it's like well, just like when you're younger, like when you were younger, like I wouldn't say you were really known in the city, but as you got older, now you're extremely known in the city and across Canada. Did you ever have a hard time determining who your fan was, what age group, anything like that? Uh, I don't know, man. There's, there's a. I think when you're younger, it's easier for you because like you're, you're in school, and so it's just like you can. You know, you can travel, the word travels all through high school. You know how quick, like, you can spread a song yeah. or, like, whatever it is. So I think when you get older, I don't know, it might be harder. I don't know. But now with the internet, you got that data. Yo, I can go on my Spotify for artists right now, see my top city, yeah. see my age bracket, see the percentage of genre, how many male, how many female, yeah. age, city, country. Yeah. So you can get, you kind of have the data and you can just cater to cater yeah. to that. But I don't know. I just do what I want anyways, man, really. Is that if, the key if you, to it? If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't, you know? I guess I overthink it at times. Yeah. Well, we all do. I do too. But at the end of the day, it's just like, man, do whatever you want. And like, if if, yeah. if they don't like it, they don't like it. I mean, yeah. Does it ever freak you out when people, like someone will come up to you and be like, Guys, I know it definitely freaks me out. Like, if someone listens to a song and they they talk about a certain verse, and they're like, "Why'd you write that verse?" Does that ever like freak you out? Like, wow, people are listening and they're actually paying attention and and they're actually forming an opinion. No, I, that I never. I like that. Usually, like the opposite is the problem for me. Is like me saying some clever or creative shit and it's going it goes over people's heads. I'd rather they get it and. and want to talk about it and shit then no then that's not for them to not get it that's not what i mean i mean does it ever like when you were younger i know now you're at a you're at a different level but when you were younger and you first started making songs and people started listening did it ever kind of just like hit you just like wow it's actually working people are listening people are starting to pay attention yeah yeah did that the, moment ever hit you and i think it's just gradual i don't think there's like one moment i think it's just like it gradually starts happening and then I don't know. I love it. I love, you know. I, I love it too, yeah. but it's just weird right now. For me, at least. Is this because you're just, you're, I what, like, what's an example? Give me an so example. So today we're at the rink and I had an interview with Ryan Graves the other day. He's in the NHL, Colorado Avalanche. Okay. And a guy came up to me and was like, hey, like Ryan Graves interview. That, that was unreal. Like the part where you talked about this. And yeah. I'm just like, Jesus, man, people are listening. Like, so he, you, So he knew. Yeah, he knew of it. Okay. And it's so just that's like. Good. Isn't that a good feeling? It like? is a great feeling, but when you and me are sitting here talking in the back of my head, I completely forget that people are listening in this microphone. It's, and then when I go out in public and people bring it up, I'm <laughs> yeah, just like, oh, yeah. shit, I kind of... Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I overthink, okay, should I be more responsible about what I'm saying? Should I not say... No. The, you know, should I not be swearing? Should I not... It just kind of... Yeah, I don't know. No, I, I feel It's you. a thing I'm going through right yeah, now. Yeah, no, I understand. I understand. I'd say just try to, man, do whatever you want. Yeah. Block it out. Fuck yeah. it. Are we allowed to swear? You can. Yeah, I don't know. That's, what, that's the thing other people say. They're like, yeah, well, if you swear, advertising dollars might not come in. Like, that's wow. true. You know, like, you got to think about all this shit. Does Joe Rogan swear? Yes. Yes. You and know, no one wants to listen to. Th- yeah, I guess uh, so. That's why those 17 year old kids don't like you. Because I don't say fuck. <laughs> so now I guess they will. I said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Overthinking it. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Last night you had a little Fairview reunion there. I saw. Yeah, man. What was that about? Uh, Rude Dog was putting together a song for his album that he wanted everyone on. I don't know. Back in the day, they used to call it a posse cut. <laughs> <laughs> no, a cipher. I thought they called yeah, it. Yeah, cipher, a posse cut. You know, you know, posse. old school hip hop terms. But yeah, I know he was doing that, and uh, he got me Miracle, uh, Al Boogie, um, Dirt Rascal from. The Rock Pile, you see him on Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, he wants to come on here. Yeah, like, Rascal. Yeah. Uh, who else? Jay Brew. Yeah. Yeah, so we all we all made like a, song, a six-minute song. <laughs> what time did you finish at the end of the night? Probably uh, probably like one. Oh, I would have thought later. No, 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 man. But I went home and I kept kept drinking, man. Fucking are those, stupid. Are those when you're... No, you go, sorry. Yeah, no, I just find there's a... there's a Like if I have a couple beer, 
or like a few drinks and then it's like go home and it's like all right that's cool but if i cross a certain point like i just want to have the most fun i can until i can't anymore yeah, i committed this far yeah i'm gonna keep going yeah have no so, you go no no what are you gonna say i've been i've been liking the hard liquor of less portions like i like a, a, a whiskey or a scotch and yeah. just have like two or three rather than eight beer yeah i'm yeah. kind of starting that i might try to start not not uh not drinking for a while like i don't know maybe not fully but like man it's just shitty because like i you know i woke up today late and missed the gym you know i've been i've been going and we gotta talk about that yeah too. i've been going to the gym quite a bit and it's just like you eat shitty the next day you missed the gym and it's just like man i don't know if it's worth it like i feel like i don't know might be just as fun not drinking maybe not i don't know well that's the key man if you can if you're able to be in a social setting and not drink you're pumped mm-hmm. but sometimes for a lot of people especially in the part of the world we live in yeah for it's sure tough. it is tough man how many times has this conversation gone down in this world what just i think i'm gonna stop drinking <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, it, yeah, yeah, over yeah. a billion i bet man if there was if someone could invent some type of drink or pill or something maybe it exists but would you say t- if, if you took it in the morning and then you had you walked around the full day with that first initial three beer buzz. Ooh. Wouldn't that be a good a good with no hangover? No hangover, no, no tiredness, no fatigue. It's just like so that feeling as soon as you finish your third beer. That's the feeling you have for your entire life. Well, you'd have a great life. That would be you know what I mean? You're not loaded. You'd be confident. You're confident. You're not you're relaxed. Yeah, you're you can not, still you're, pretty much drive. I don't know if that's legal, but you know what I mean? And it's just yeah. Yeah, that could be, I'd, I would, oh. Someone you, should invent that. Are you saying that, okay, yeah, how long would the pill last? Like, for the rest of your life? No, I, just, think, I think maybe uh, right before, like, when it's bedtime. Maybe it lasts 12 hours. It lasts your day. Yeah, of course. And you can probably, it, and you can maybe sleep on it, too. It doesn't matter if you want to fall asleep. Yeah. Man, the one beer sleep rule, one, two, three, even three beer. You can fall asleep on three yeah, beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know a guy, uh, his dad has one shot of tequila every night, puts him to bed right away. Really? You know what I mean? It's just that little... My grandfather used to take a shot of uh, Zambuca, I think, before yeah. every meal. He said it was a digestive or something. Yeah. One shot. People say a glass of red... My parents have a glass of red wine every night. It's good for the heart, they say. One glass of red wine a night. Who really knows this Who shit? Who is they? That's the question. <laughs> That's the question. Nobody knows. Yeah. Um... I wanted to ask you my fav- one of my favorite songs on the album, um, with the food. Terrible journalism by me right now. Grandma's cooking. Grandma's cooking. What's what's halal? Oh, halal. Uh, you said the verse. You said uh, I never said halal. What did you say? You said I said uh, lahamishwa. Lahamish. Yeah, that's uh, lahamishwa. That? That's uh, that's like lamb. That's like lamb on a, a shish kebab, like little squares of lamb. Okay, so it's like a shish kebab. Yeah, with lamb meat. Is it a Lebanese term? Yeah. yeah, I asked you this before. Yeah, yeah, and then kibbe naya is the um, it's like the raw beef. Tar- raw it's beef? like yeah, it's like a beef tartare type of thing, and you just put veg- uh, oil on it, and then just eat it with Lebanese bread. And the point where you had your grandmother's voice. Yeah. How did you get that? So I went over and I asked her. Um, I think I was asking her how to make her rice, and then I just started t- uh, recording it on my. Um, on my phone, yeah. yeah, and then I just took it, took all the shit she said, and like chopped it up and made it, you know, throughout the song or whatever. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you were, let's say, you went over for a family gathering. Yeah. When you were sitting at that family gathering, is that where you came came up with the idea for that song? Uh, no, no, because I don't know. I kind of wanted the album to go like cohesively, like a cohesive story. So, you know, um. After drinking games, that's like the party song or whatever, I wanted to make a song about a hangover. So I'm like, how could I make a cool... That's really what it is. It's a hangover song. Really? And yeah. I'm like, how can I really make a cool hangover song? If you listen to the first verse, I wake up and I'm like, fuck, like yeah, see, seeing yeah, double yeah. and whatever, whatever. My dad's in the driveway. Yeah, and I can't even roll out of bed. And then it's just like going there and then the, the food hits the spot and cures the hangover. That's really what the song is. So yeah. I think after drinking games, me just wanting to make a hangover song, I was like, how can I do that in a cool way? How can I make a song about Sunday? You know what I mean? 
So I started thinking about Sunday. We used to go there for Sunday lunch every day. So that's cool. that's how it came about. Yeah. What's the key to painting a picture in someone's mind during a rap song? I think Kendrick Lamar is the king at it. That song where he's uh, in a in a in a van driving around Compton High, about to rob a house. What's that song? Yeah, Art of peer pressure. Art of peer pressure. That yeah. to me is the best song that painted a picture for me. I think it was a rap song. Yeah. What's the key to that? Because I think you did that with uh, with that song there. You I think uh, I think being very detailed, you know. Details are so, so key to paint a picture. Uh, like, if you listen to Nas, um, what's it called? Undying Love. He's like, uh, it's like about him catching his girl cheating, but he, he walks in, he's like, I see lipstick marks on three empty Coronas, size 12 Timberlands, something spinning on the ceiling fan. Like he, Everyone he, can relate to that. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, three lips, lipstick marks on three empty Coronas. Like you can see that, like you could see size 12 Timberland, something on the details. You know what I mean? It's not just like, oh, there's, it's the, it's the shit you don't see. It's the shit you see in the peripherals. That's the, that's the good shit that makes you paint a picture, not the obvious. I remember Nas had something in a song about burning the top of his mouth from a hot New York yeah, slice. Yeah, like that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone can relate to that. It's like, how many times have you ate a slice of pizza downtown and, and it kind of tears the top, the skin on the roof of your mouth? You know what I mean? So when you're writing a song, you're aware of this. So when you're writing a song about your dad being in the driveway, you're thinking of peripherals. You're not thinking of the actual objective of what's happening. Yeah, well, I'm, just, right? I'm just trying to tell the story, but it's just like it's all in the details. Like, But my question is, are you thinking of the listener? Because obviously your brain is a lot different than people listening to the music. So are you trying to write the song so other people and fans can understand in a different way? You know no, what I mean? No, I'm not. I don't try to do anything. Okay, I hear Seinfeld's an example. So, if you want to give like a straight to the point, what is that show? Oh, they sit around in a coffee shop and talk. That's the show every episode. But then, you know, it's the details that make the show. You know what I mean? They don't have a. They're in the same setting every single show. Yeah. They're doing the same thing. They're just talking. But it's the the okay. details that makes it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. such a great show. That's cool. Yeah. So I could have been like, I could have been like, yeah, I'm super hungover. God, I feel like shit. I shouldn't have drank last night. Or no, I could have made a more detailed, like, that's why I chose to do that. You know? That's good advice for people listening. Yeah. Isn't it? I don't know. Fuck. I can't. But I, can't, I, I yeah. yeah. To me, it is. I feel to you, it just comes uh, second nature. Is that what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, I don't know. It does. To, it to does. me, like, Nas has been always my favorite rapper growing up. And he's like, he's like the, the best at that like ever uh, in my opinion painting pictures yeah so it's just like that's the music i liked so i mean that's just the stuff i studied and aspired to be so i think that's why it comes out in my stuff too when nas came to halifax did you go to that concert yeah yeah yeah. can yeah. you describe that night for me oh man uh fuck man i, I remember being a little paranoid because i was people were getting kicked out for smoking weed and and i didn't want to get kicked out but i wanted to smoke weed and so i remember this puffing i think uh, Ghetto Child and Jordan and them open and I remember I was smoking whatever whatever and I saw a bunch of people getting kicked out so I think I had to throw it or whatever but then I ended up getting too high I think so I was watching the show and I'm just like you know you just start kind of like tripping out I just felt uncomfortable and then um, yeah then he just came out with like a he had a wife beater and like a big ass like this biggest chain I've ever seen like down like past the belt and just gray sweatpants and came out I was just like oh my fuck like I couldn't believe it. I was like Seeing that face in real life was like, holy shit, man, this is crazy. And then, yeah, it was dope, dope concert after that, man. Who opened up for him? I think uh, Heavy Spitters, which was a group that Ghetto Child was in with uh, Hustles and uh, Halifax. And uh, I think Jordan did a couple songs, too, or something. So that's, yeah, that's what I remember. Did you get to go backstage? Because no. you know those guys. So No, every, they weren't even allowed backstage. Oh, yeah, Class opened, too, I think. I'm pretty sure he did. I think it was Heavy Spitters, then Class, then Nas. I'm pretty sure, yeah. And no, no one was allowed backstage. Why? Because of Nas? He yeah, didn't he didn't want anyone allowed backstage. So uh, the guy, I think, that put on the show, Sydney, rest in peace, uh, He, I don't even think he met him. Like, he paid, I forget what it was he paid for him to come here. He's like, man, I paid whatever, 50 grand, and I didn't even get to meet him. So I think he just, like, one of them, I don't know. I think he's just one of them quiet dudes who, like, he doesn't... He's in the city to work. He's not in yeah, there to promote. Yeah, he's yeah. in there to go. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, he didn't want anyone. So I don't think anyone really met him. You don't have to answer this question. Obviously, feel free. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Has, have you ever come across any other artists that 
I don't know. Let's let's do both sides. Has there ever been artists that you've met that have just been open arms, welcome, like, Hell hey, man, yeah. how are you? And then has there other also, has there been maybe some artists? You don't have to say their names, but to just, you know, get away from me type thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's definitely both. And and um, sometimes it ruins the music for you. Like, What do you mean? Like, if you, if you had a bad experience with someone it might ruin you as a fan like oh like meeting your idols type yeah, yeah yeah some shit like that but like i don't know i'd say like obi trice was the coolest man yeah. we were underage and we i opened for him in like new brunswick somewhere wait a second didn't kevin and tommy go up and film that no that was uh royce and Kate breton oh yeah. okay sorry yeah. to interrupt you yeah on. no so we were there and we we did the obi trice show then the 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 after party was at some like dingy bar, like I don't even know what it was. And then we were trying to get in. I'm like, I just opened whatever, whatever. And the guy's like, All right, I'm gonna just let you in. Fuck it. He's just like, just be low key. Don't like, you know, cause any disturbance or whatever, whatever. Yeah. Like, all right, cool. We're gonna be low key. So just as soon as we go, the first step in, this guy's carrying a big tray of like 24 glasses, like one of the workers. Are the glasses full? Uh, no, they're empty okay. glasses. And my, my, my buddy Christian takes his first step looking this way, like, yes, we got in. Bumps into him. Every glass shatters on the ground. Like, soon as buddy's like, all right, key, low key. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck, man. But anyways, I, I, they didn't kick us out. I thought we were done at that point. They're like, all right, just go. Like, fuck, we'll clean it up. So we went. And then we sat at a table, same table with Obi Trice, man. He was cool as shit. Like, he was telling us all, all kinds of stories. And, yeah, I went, at one point, I went, I had a joint rolled up. I was like, Obi, you want to smoke? He's like, no, man, uh, you know, but you don't have to go outside. You can smoke it right here. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? He's like, just light it right here. Where were you, though? We're in a bar, like, at a table. He's like, yeah, just light it right here. And I'm like, man, you know what I mean? Are you sure? Then he's like, yeah, fuck it. I go, what if they kick me out, man? I don't want to, like, miss this this opportunity, this moment. He's like, man, if they kick you out, I'm coming with you. So, like, I just lit it up, smoked it right there. No one said nothing. We sat down, talked to Obi for, like, hours, man. He was drunk as fuck, too. But, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely, like, the coolest experience I had. But That sack. Yeah. There was, on, there was one uh, tiger... Tiger. tiger yeah tiger yeah so he tiger <laughs> <laughs> how the fuck you know these fucking it. but yeah so we were opening for him and he said that when he when he gets in the building he doesn't want to see any openers on stage he wants everyone to be done he doesn't want to see it who told you that uh, that's just what it was they said like his manager or yeah something? like so it was like all right so i'm opening i'm on like my second song the mics go off bro the mics go off, everything, everything's off. I'm just standing there on stage in front of like a whole crowd. They shut the mics off on me. I'm like, the promoter made that choice because he was here. So I'm not saying it was him. But so then I fucking lost it, like threw my jacket and, and just started freaking out, like acting up. Because, man, that's the most embarrassing thing ever. Like how you're on stage in front of thousands of people. And your and, friends and family, too. And your mic goes off. So anyways, I started smashing shit, whatever, whatever. And then I remember Tiger's like Jeep was parked in the back and Ghetto Child was banging on the window, like, come outside and does all this shit. No. Yeah, but uh Yeah, so anyways, he 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 didn't go on stage till about an hour after that. So there was dead so, so it's like you cut me off and then didn't they didn't he didn't even go on stage till like an hour. Like there was so much time. It was that he didn't want to see anyone up there or some shit. That's what they. That's what the promoter said to me. Anyways, I don't know if that's true. Like that could be some shit the promoter was making yeah. up too, you know. But anyways, he came, did like an hour left, and then there was like all this time left for the show because like he did such a short show and then just drove away. So we went on after, and everyone stayed, and we just did a bunch of shit. We brought this little kid up. He was rapping. He was like six years old from the crowd. It was yeah, it was a good night, man. It ended up it ended well. Well, that's good. Well, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's the business you're in, I guess. Yeah, man. Very I mean, hostile. Yeah, it's competitive. I'm sure Tog is a good guy. You know, what I mean? it's like, <laughs> I'm sure he's a great guy. Yeah, yeah. pays his bills. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to heaven. <laughs> Tiger, Tiger. Um, well, that's cool, man. Well, that's cool. Yeah, man. Well, the life, the life you live in is, is an interesting one. Well, I mean, I don't know the same what you're doing too like would you say your life is more interesting since you started the high button or 
is it you know was it when you were working a job like obviously this is way more interesting yeah of course yeah 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 it's it's hard to explain how long has the uh is this just gonna be like a year for the high button or is it more than a year uh it's been like a year i started going solo without tom eight months ago so it's been like a year and three months in total uh, but like yeah what about the youtube because you guys never used to do videos like you only did the podcast right yeah like well that's the thing like when we did the the podcast when we first started the downloads were shit it would be like 50 people listening how many people listen now on average or you don't have to say it but no it's on average between audio download and then people that watch on facebook and youtube it's probably around four or five thousand an episode so four four thousand people are gonna hear me right now saying this probably this exact probably this thing here yeah wow so it's about that but like i said like our downloads were shit when we first started well that's that's anything you got to build up yeah i guess so yeah, yeah. but then i was just like all right well how are we going to change that so then i was like all right well let's just do street interviews it'll show another side of my personality yeah it's something at least i'm just not sitting here do they get off. more than the podcast the street interviews uh no though like no the well the one that we did for your party did that one got almost ten thousand. Oh wow but uh, an average street interview video will get like two thousand. Yeah, yeah. So not that much, but it's still, it's still great for advertising. Yeah. Like if people want to promote something, we can show through the video. Like at the beginning of this podcast, we can advertise something like that. Oh well, yeah, you're still doing the uh, the one for the bar down there, Roxbury. No, no. But they have a bunch of like the Grafton Group's own. They own like seventeen restaurants in the city. Shit. So. So who's going to be at the start of this one? How do you know? I'm, I, no, we don't. There's a lot of negotiations. We can't talk about this shit right now. There's just too <laughs> all much. All right, all right. Change the subject. That's all right. But, uh, but yeah, life has definitely been more interesting. I'm making less money because I'm not working a full-time job, but... They say money doesn't buy happiness. I don't know. I, I don't know. It, don't, it would help. I'm Not that I'm not happy, but... God, man, I, I fucking love doing this. I had a conversation with a guy in the NHL two days ago, just out of the blue. You know, you can't do that if you're not doing this. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, on, I had a conversation with him on a Thursday night before I went to a movie for 20 minutes. Yeah. And it just, I, that's, I love that. That's yeah, the, yeah. It's the best feeling you're in the world. You're doing what you love. It's not work. Yeah. It's not work. So, you yeah, know, that's cool, man. I love it. It's a good yeah. time. How was your trip to, uh, how was your trip to Europe? Oh, it was good, man. It was good, man. Man, Sweden's depressing this time of year. Like, it's it gets dark at 3.30 in the afternoon, like oh, yeah. pitch black, like 3.30 or 4, and it rained the entire time. Like, the whole thing was a downpour. Ugh. It was So it was like, if you wake up hungover, like, around noon and go eat breakfast, and by, by the time you eat breakfast, it's just, you know, it's pouring on you, and then it's dark. So it was like, man, this is kind of, dip- I don't know how to don't friggin i don't i wonder what the suicide rates are over there this time. <laughs> sweden <laughs> yeah, 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 i mean seasonal depression man was, oh man i couldn't do it well, i bet if you go back in the summer it would be nice i was in the summer and i think it stays it stays really light longer it's the opposite so like 4 30 in the morning it was you know what i mean yeah you could, it was still light yeah and uh yeah i hear good things about sweden and the people of sweden yeah, they're great things. I feel like they're all like, <laughs> I don't know what the what the word is, but it's just like a higher like standard or something. I don't know. Like every one of them, like there's like no overweight people. Yeah. Like every one of them look like they're all dressed to the nines. They like, all read books. They're all in shape. They all go to the gym <laughs> twice a day. Like they all just, wear glasses. And yeah. Have like, comb overs. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. It just they just make you feel like you're not doing that well. <laughs> sweet and relaxed (laughs) they make you feel like you're not doing that well (laughs) they do man (laughs) no but they're they're super nice people over there man and uh fucking bear belly over there (laughs) (laughs) feel like a slob (laughs) oh that's funny did you um you have any meatballs over there apparently that's what they're known for for breakfast so is the hype real yeah Super good. The hype's real. Melt in your mouth. Did you get a recipe or anything? How are they no, doing it? I'm sure you can get that online. But. <laughs> <laughs> so what do they got there at Boston Pizza? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell that story right now. So I go yeah, to. Yeah. I go so to, so what, I, that's just what I was thinking about the whole time, though. Like, well, I don't get why you find that so funny just because it was out of nowhere. 
Tell the story. Okay, so I go to pick Quake up, and we're talking, and he's asking about my life, so I give him a little bit of a rant. I'm probably talking for two minutes, and I get it. Not that I get emotional, but, like, I, I care about what I'm saying. Like, you know, life's good. I got, I'm dealing with this, but, you know, life's, life's great. And at the end of the two minutes, he just goes, so, because when I picked him up, I was like, let's go to Boston Pizza after this. So at the end of the two minutes, as you know, I'm pouring my heart out to the guy. <laughs> he just goes, so what do they got there at Boston Pizza? And I'm just like, what, what are you, were you not listening the past two minutes? <laughs> and the reason why I like that is because if you were doing the exact same thing to me and you were pouring your life out to me and I didn't care, yeah. I would probably lie to you and just go, oh, well, you know, that you're, you know you'll pick up, you'll, you'll do it. <laughs> and you just have the balls on you to go, what you're thinking. Like, yeah, what do, they, what do they got there at Boston Pizza? And that's what I respect about you. No, I was pe- listening, man. But yeah, yeah, I know, but, yeah, I know. you know. I, I, you was just, just, I just thought it was the right time. I was going to say it sooner, but I was like, I better let him finish. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just... They got they got some great food there at Boston Pizza. You're gonna have a great time. Yeah, there's a couple hockey games on tonight too. We'll go. There's we'll a go Chipotle bacon pasta or something. Tommy said, but I don't. Know. A what? It's just some Chipotle bacon pasta. Tommy said he ate it before every game. Every game. Tom's a Thai chicken bites guy. Is he? He likes the Thai chicken bites. I don't know. They got a pitcher. They got a great pitcher deal there too on Fridays. They got a good happy hour. I don't know if it's still going, but nonetheless. Man, I don't know if I can fucking drink tonight. Oh, you're uh, the, the Fairview reunion. Gotcha. I, I quit. It's the weekend, though. I know, yeah. The weekend started for you yesterday. There's a hip-hop show tonight, actually. Where at? Let's go. It's I got a, nothing to do tonight. That's Sniggly Wigglies. I might try to pop through. Do you want to go? Let's go and not drink. Yeah. After Boston Pizza. Maybe a beer. We'll have a beer. Who? Who? What's the show? Um, Thrilla. Um, where's my phone? Right here. Yeah, it's like Thrilla, uh, Baseline. Um, man, there's like five or six or seven people on the show. They call it good company. They they do um, like a group good company. No, they just they call it good company. So they always put a bunch of artists on the show and do it like once every couple months or something. I think uh, Nodacy puts it on, but it's at uh, Sniggly Wiggly's, the bar, um, Trailer Park Boys' new bar that they own. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing about going to a rap show with you though. Everyone wants to talk to you, and then I'm just standing there by myself, looking like an idiot. I don't know, man. Well, it's well, true. if we don't drink, then we're not going to be that social. Yeah, but still, people are going to come up to you and want to do what they do. What do they want to do? They want to take pictures with you. They want to. <laughs> they want to ask you for advice. They want you to listen to one of their beats. Well, they want to. What else do they want to do with you? I don't know. <laughs> they, we could go though, depending how you know the Boston pizza sits. Well, we can go to Boston Pizza. I'll drink water, so I'll drive down. We'll go for like. An hour. Yeah, we'll check. We'll, we'll check it out. I wonder what time it starts at. Well, what time is it right now? Let me see. Six eighteen. So I'd say we'll be Good done. Good company. Dinner. It doesn't have a time. There's no time. Just text. Don't look at the group. Just text whoever's oh, in the yeah, show. Oh yeah, says time ten p.m. Be there early. Yeah, but Lots that's what that's give- what they always say. Be there early. Lots of giveaways and free prizes. Oh yeah, so the lineup is. Nodacy and Maddie Galaxy is the DJ. Oh, Maddie. Yeah, man, he's doing super well. Had is a he? Great, a great year last year. Got a bunch of uh, like sync placements in like uh, like for I don't know what he got him for commercials or TV shows or movies really? or. He was on the podcast last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, he he signed in. He got signed in LA. He signed to a, like a big producer. Yeah, he said there. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing well. So it's yeah, he's doing the music. Yeah, there's a couple of dope. People I recognize on here: Ty, Baseline, Truth Williams, Thriller. Yeah, it might be a dope. I it's gonna to, be a dope show. I went to a, the Jazz Fest this year, and there was a guy. He was like a reggae rapper. He's white, or he might have been really light, and he was black. Forget who was what his name was. Incredible. Who? Oh man. The Jazz Festival. Jazz. Mattis Yahoo. Maybe he was kind of older. I think that's him. Yeah. He was incredible. Yeah, I think that it was him. He was reggae and a yeah, rapper. Yeah. Honestly, I when think I first, he's Jewish or something. He is Jewish. He yeah, is yeah, Jewish. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. started rapping and he had the the things. The curls? Down. The curls. What are those? Is there a name for those? Couldn't tell you. But then eventually he cut them off and now whatever. Um, no, I don't hope I didn't offend anyone there. But I was impressed. Honestly, when I first heard him, I was like, yeah, this guy's a little corny. But then the f- after two minutes, I was like, this guy's I'm pretty incredible. sure he's like a worldwide name. Like, yeah. I've seen him. I, 
I've seen him on like late night and all that shit. I do. I, 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 we probably sound so ignorant right now, but I don't. I, know. I don't honestly know a, a lot about him. But I wouldn't bring his name up if I wasn't a fan. But as yeah. soon as I heard him, he was. I was blown away by him. Yeah. Him yeah. and Daniel Caesar were two of the best performances at the. Daniel Caesar, man, he's incredible. I've never been to a show where a bunch of guys were standing around that were just in awe of a guy singing love music. Who, uh, Daniel Caesar. Daniel Caesar. Like, guys yeah. were singing along. Like, Man, you know, did, did you see that uh, LeBron hired him to sing yeah, his, on, on his wife's anniversary or I don't know if it was birthday or yeah, what it was? Yeah. He was sitting in Le- LeBron James' living room just playing. Like, that's so crazy. That's fuck you, man. Coming, coming from Toronto, like, you know, two years ago. Not like, I, I think it was like three years ago he played uh, the Carlton. What? For the Halifax Pop Explosion. It was either three or four years ago. No like, way. Not that long ago. He played small-ass crowd. Like, I didn't even go because I was stubborn. I'm like, I never heard of this guy. Like, everyone's like, no, you got to go. And I'm like, yeah, I got to go do something else. And now I regret it. Like, I, I you know, because now, look obviously, yeah, look at him now. But. So it's nights like this, maybe, like, you just you go because you never know that next guy could yeah, be there. Yeah, it's true. You never know, man. But anyways, I thought about this guy singing love music and guys listening and just though and just yeah oh here's my question for you though who broke that barrier i i don't know who, who drake you think he started singing and rapping at the same time remember he has that 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 verse he's like guys are gonna buy my album and claim they bought it for their yeah, sister yeah yeah yeah, yeah. almost like that maybe stuff. for this for this time period but like in the history like, yeah not in like, the history yeah yeah but like yeah definitely for this this Era and generation, hundred percent, man. Yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, he was he was great. It was a great time. No, super dope, man. I actually I got to meet him at the uh, the Junos. Is he a nice guy? Yeah, he was. Well, I didn't really have much to say. In depth, in depth conversation. What did you say to him when you went up from? Did you say how are you? How's life? I said how's life. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I don't even. I don't even know what I said. Uh, I think I was. I think. Uh, we got a mutual friend, Yogi. So I was like, oh, you, you know Yogi. Yogi on the beat? Uh, yes. Yogi yeah. the producer, man. Yogi the producer. Yes, he's doing super well too, man. Him and uh, his wife, Savannah Ray, they're making some great music. What a great name. Yeah. Savannah Ray. Savannah Ray. She's signed to uh, Boy Wonder. Really? Yes. He was on the news the other day at the gym. Yeah. Oh, he was on CTV. Breakfast television or Breakfast something. television, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah what was he talking about? I don't know. I, I just saw that he was on there. I didn't, I didn't get to watch the actual clip. Was that the guy? Remember that time? Sorry to interrupt you. But that was the guy. Remember that time? The one time I was in the studio with you downtown on Godigen. I was. It was me and Tommy Barrington. Barrington. Yeah. And was that him who was there? No. Who was that guy? Where? When was this? Three years ago. Boy, do you know who Boy Wonder is? He's a producer yeah, for Drake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're. When this was, was on this? Barrington four years ago. Neon Dreams was there. They were in the room next door, but it was me, you, Chris Knox. I remember you were about to do a verse and Knox was in the washroom. And you're like, where's Knox? Uh, and it was, I thought it was Boy Wonder. It was a guy from Toronto that flew in for Rich the day. Kid. Rich Kid. Rich Kid. That's who that was. Yeah, that was Rich Kid. That was yeah. one of the coolest experiences. I don't tell you that. But. No, that, yeah, that was it. I didn't even know. You were there. You and Tommy were there. Oh, right? Man, so I'll tell you this story. So this was back in the day and we got high before and me and we just don't really mix that well, <laughs> especially in new environments and around new people. So, what was that thing when your mom, she was going to send you to rehab or? Well, she called, she found weed in the room and she was just like, Justin, we're going to send you, we're going to make sure that you see someone. This is not right. You know, mom from the suburb, she's going to worry. Um, but I remember going in there and it was me, you, Knox. I kind of knew Knox. Me, yeah. you, Knox, Tommy. And then it was, oh, I was comfortable there. And yeah. then the next thing you know, probably five other people showed up and they all pulled their laptops out to show beats so they could jump on. And then I'm just sitting there. Even Tommy knew everyone. I remember just sitting there just being like, I'm not supposed to be here right now. I got nothing to say. I got no drive home. I'm fucked. So I remember just sitting there freaking out for like two hours. But with that being said, I remember it all very well because I watched the process of a rap song. When yeah, I hear yeah, one of your yeah, songs, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's two minutes of work. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. It's just tons of. Tons of. It's crazy, man. Like the past. Man, just like two days ago, I spent two days trying to record eight bars. Like, I spent two days trying to get the right takes for for literally twelve seconds. Like, like you know, what I, mean? I finally got it. I was like, "Fuck this!" Like, my the shit crashed. Like, I was record. There was so much memory gone and shit. And I'm just like, "Man, I finally got it." But sometimes it's like that, man. Like, and I didn't realize like 
I don't know. I'm like you. Like, well, I know the work I put into it, but I didn't realize that everyone does that. Like, I, I had a chance to go to the studio with uh, Team Honest. He's another guy who produces for Drake. And I was like, so, like, does Drake just automatically have all this shit there? Like, he just, he must just be so good. He comes in and he's like, no, like, I've seen him, you know, spend eight hours on getting the right two lines before. So, I mean, I think it's everyone. Everyone puts in a lot of work. If 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 it's that great and that much level of depth to it, then obviously it took some some thinking, you know? I remember you laid a verse and it was incredible. And then as soon as it was done. It couldn't have been that good if we never if we never released it. But here's okay, well here's the thing. As soon it probably it was probably like forty five seconds. And like you didn't stutter, you got all your words right. Yeah. I remember listening. And then as soon as it was done, you were like, fuck. Mess it up. And I was just like, What where did he mess up at? Yeah. And then you played it back and it was like probably twenty seconds in and you just stuttered the word like the yeah. And you were pissed off. Like, God damn it. And then yeah. we had to redo it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember I was like, man, he's, you, Quake, you got it. Because I wanted to go. And you were our drive home, I think. <laughs> so you, you were just like, <laughs> you were just, yeah, I was like, yeah, let's get her going here. Yeah, yeah. But I remember the process. It was kind of cool watching that. No, yeah, man. It's, it's dope. I like to, <clears throat> lately I haven't just, I like to work alone, man. Like, just find it's the best thing. Yeah. I don't know. But who knows? Do you consider this work? This here? Yeah. No. Did you ever have trouble with media younger, like interviews and things like that when you were younger? No, not really. You're always comfortable with it? No, super uncomfortable, but I mean, I don't know. I find, I don't know. You just got to go with it. I used to have to like drink to be on any type of camera. Like really? I remember my first interview on like CTV, whenever it was, like I, was, I had to have a few beer. Really? Maria, I think Maria Panapalis came to my basement. No, Who's that? She's uh, she's on CTV. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that wasn't a diss. That wasn't not a shot at her. Is she still on CTV? I think so. Oh. I don't know. Usually it's Anna Almeida now. I think. Yeah. Anyway, do you remember that battle you did in the parking lot down by the waterfront? Pat Stay brought it up. Yeah. And he gave me his perspective of it. So I want your perspective of it yeah. as well. Do what? What did you do the the day of? Were you nervous? Um, I don't know. I just remember, that was the first time I ever saw you. Yeah, Ever. I was super nervous, man, um, because I I uh, I wrote. This was like before, like anyone knew what the preparation was. Like this was new. This was new to everyone. So it's like, I thought for some reason I could write at the last minute and uh, remember it. And it's like, so I remember me going down. I was like super nervous. So I had a few drinks. I had liquor in my pop bottle. And then I remember doing my first verse and they're just killing it. And like, everyone's like, oh my God, this is going to be like over this. So I'm like, all right, I was feeling good. Then I started the second verse and I just wrote the lyrics the night before and I couldn't remember them. So I just started freestyling and it was shaky, but I got a few good things in there. And then as I'm declining, the other guys just getting like ramping up, you know what I mean? So it was like, it was kind of like the first time i ever i ever felt like what it was like to like take a loss i guess like, yeah but yeah i don't know definitely a rush i don't want to do anymore i've tried i've been i did a couple of king of the dot yeah. just to think like sometimes i'll get excited and tell myself like yeah you can really you could get back into it and it's 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 so different than making music like it's not even close it's so nerve-wracking it's like it's, it's so yeah. different than performing and it, man like I, I could see why those guys are so good and they train every day at it. Like I find it, there's no, not many people can do both at a high level. Like, you know what I mean? Because it takes so much work. So that meaning like a regular rapper can't just go become a battler or a, most battlers don't have like hit songs or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there is some that can do it both. Pat does it super well, both. Uh, there's, there's a few that do well, I think, you know, but yeah, like I said, I got so much respect for those battlers because, man, that's that I never I don't even I never want to do that again. I never want that feeling again, man. Pat, did you listen to Pat's podcast when he came on here talking no. about the pressure? How yeah. can't eat, can't sleep, can't do anything a week before, it's a fucked. month before? I don't want to feel that way. I'm not. I don't. I don't I'm never doing that again. Did you Did you know that he goes to some of these things alone? Like when he went over to Europe to battle. Yeah, went, yeah. The guy went by himself. Yeah, yeah. How uh, that to me, that blew my mind when he said that. Yeah. Just by himself into a hostile territory yeah. to make fun of someone, then eventually makes fun of the crowd. Yeah, yeah. By himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what kind of human being does that? People, some people wake up nine to five, go crunch numbers. I this think, guy goes I to think putting yourself, I think putting yourself in uncomfortable positions is the only way to get ahead and the only way to grow. 
So like, Wise. yeah. So like, you might not want to feel, you know, it might be shitty feeling that little bit of pressure or that not little bit, but not to downplay it, but <laughs> yeah. that extreme amount of pressure. But I mean, I'm sure he'll say it's worth it in the end. Or, you know, he wouldn't be doing it. I'm sure yeah. it's changed his life. Yeah. You know? Definitely. What was your aha moment when you found out you had something with rap? How old were you? And when was it? Was it a uh, show? No, it wasn't a show. It was um, It was me battling. So I went to, I think I was like 15 years old, and the Trobiz, uh Tremaine from um, Fade Masters. He's a barber now. I don't know if you know him. No. But he put on a battle called, uh, I think it was called, Fight Club, whatever it was called, and it was like five hundred dollar cash prize. I'm pretty sure it was on a school night too. You told me the story. Yeah, so yeah. I that was like, people were laughing at me and shit. Like this guy's in the battle, like yeah, you know. And then I ended up winning the whole battle. Um, when I say battle, like just to tell the people, it's not one on one. Back then, it used to be a tournament, like eight people, and then you don't know who you're gonna face, and you got it's mics and beats on stage is different. Yeah. So yeah, I ended up winning, and then I think that was the moment where I'm like, okay, like. I'm pretty dope. Like, I have something here. That's cool. Yeah. But, yeah. So, when you see that, remember that kid we saw this summer in Dartmouth? Yeah. So, when you see a guy like that, almost, you know, you were in his shoes at one point. Do you ever talk to him and give him advice? Yeah, sometimes. And just when I saw him and stuff. But that was the thing with, uh, with, with that. Like, I just... Seeing him perform for the first time on stage and man, that shit. Seeing his parents have to come because the liquor, like getting that liquor form signed and having to have a chaperone. Like man, I saw myself. Like I went through all that shit and it felt like not that long ago. So it's yeah. it's kind of tripped out to 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 see that and like his parents are <clears throat> probably closer to my age than than he is. You yeah. know, so it's fucked up. It's weird how it comes full circle like that, man. That's funny. Yeah. All right, man, we're coming up on an hour here, so... Has it been an hour? Jesus. 57 minutes. Well, let's go to Boston Pizza. You know if they... You know, would they have anything good there, or... You're asking the wrong guy, man. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not a huge fan of Boston. I guess I am. I, I like don't it. like it. You don't I, like it? I don't know. I might get it some type of chicken burger, Memphis sauce or well, something. Well, is your stomach feeling upset from yesterday? You don't want to get something too heavy. Get, like, a, like a chicken salad with, like... Oh, fuck that. I don't... Man... <laughs> When I go out, like, I try to eat healthy at home, but when I go out, it's like, man, you're going to a restaurant, you're paying money. I don't want to pay money for a couple carrots. A couple carrots? Rabbit food, you yeah, know? Yeah, but it's Boston pizza. Everything's going to be... Yeah, Even guess. if you get a salad, it'll still be deep fried. You know I, what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> romaine. There's a big romaine scare. Is there? What's going... Oh, the... Is it got sour? calls. Yeah, I don't know. I had some today. Romaine lettuce, man. I'm scared to death. My parents, they're growing their food, their own food out uh, at the co- this summer. Smart. Not, so this summer, we're going to... We're going to try to grow enough food to last us through the winter, man, but only at the cottage, man, not here. That's super smart, We're man. Tr- but we eat meat, so that's the that's the other thing. It's like, are we going to get our hunting license? So that's a big conversation in the family right now is, all right, who's going to who's gonna, <laughs> who's who's gonna kill who's, who's and skin killing? the animal? <laughs> I'm, I can't kill. I can't kill a bunny or a deer. So why? So you, you don't want to buy the meat. You can't put it in a deep freezer. Like, it's just, you know, the whole goal is to not rely on... Here's where my head's at. I do feel bad the fact that I eat meat and I'm not able to kill a deer. I feel that's irresponsible. Like if I'm eating meat and chicken and... You think you should be the one slitting. I think I should, but my brother does, my dad does, but we all eat meat. Yeah. But I just like, when the conversation came up and it's like, well, Justin, are you going to hunt this summer? And I just, I, I don't want to, but I kind of feel like I should if I do eat meat because I'm kind of being a hypocrite if I don't. Would you be able to skin it and everything? Like, cut yeah, the fur off. I don't think that would be the hard part. I think really? just beheading it, just killing it. You know, just yeah. imagine ki- shooting a deer and it's it's suffering and then you have to go up and slit its throat. Do you think you could do that? <laughs> I don't know, man. Probably you, not. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you and I right now are going to go to Boston Pizza and eat a cheeseburger yeah. that a, a, deer, a deer was killed for. I don't a cow. Think, I don't think a deer. You know what I mean? A cow. <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's where my I'm trying to get off meat in general, man. I think it's, I don't know. That's another conversation, but I think it's bad for you, man. Meat? Yeah. I I did it Heart for attack, a attack, man. I did it for a week and I just I, I had no energy. Yeah. I had nothing. Like I yeah. need. Anyways, um I'm doing it step by step. I got the vegan uh protein. Don't be vegan. Be a vegetarian. No, no, I got the vegan protein for my workout protein mm. shakes. That's a that's a yeah. that's a small step. You're you're a great person. You're doing yeah, the right thing. I mean, 
Um, last minute's <laughs> yours, so say hi to your family, friends. Plug away what you're doing. Uh, you I just want to shout out to my mom and dad. I know they're definitely watching and listening right now. So uh, thank you for giving birth to me. And uh, appreciate everyone. You know what I mean? All the fans. God love you. And uh, go get them. All right. Quake, thanks for coming out. Appreciate thanks, it. Uh, everyone listening, do me a, just do me a favor, all right? Go to our social media outlets. Like, subscribe, comment. Do it for Quakes, too. Like, subscribe, comment. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud. At Quake Matthews on every platform. Yeah. And at the high button. Run, still bent off the yak. That's when they told me that hip-hop is back. That's when I picked up a pen and I looked in the mirror like I'm ready to skin a giraffe. Fill up my glass right off the bat. Tell all my neighbors stop calling the fire department. Nobody get hired in arson. I'm doing the track. Judy relax. Look, I'm a champagne spiller and a bad day get her. Yo, girl looking like an airplane hitter. So much makeup to hide behind. I swear to God, she could have had Anne Frank with her. You don't really want it with a campaign. Kill a band aid. Pull a man made bear mace. Spit it. Put your whole fan base face in a fan blade. Then drop you straight from an airplane. Window. Why they want me to go martial? I would rather just go partial. I was having so much fun doing pop. Fuck it, I'm on you back to back to back to back to back. I'm going gold and platinum after that. What, you want me to get lyrical on them? It's cool. Racks and racks and racks and racks. Sight, try and take me track to track. Pardon me, I had to laugh. You don't even know the half. Sick and shady after that. You don't like the aftermath. Fuck who told you you can rap. Apple bench press your bars. See who spots you after that. Coming in locked and loaded, bringing that inner two part persona. Drinking shots when I'm calling shots. Pulling strings like a rock and roller. I'm back. Thought I quit rap. Thought I turned pop till I came right back. Thought I got lost and I fell off track. Suck my dick, bitch. Fuck all that. You know I'm legendary. What do something run up? You a secretary. <laughs>